Hey, what's going on, guys? Your best friend, your pal, your roommate, your uh, ex-boyfriend, Zach Lyman. And you're listening to the Zach Lyman Podcast. And we, from, from the bottom of my heart, my personal soul heart situation inside, I thank you so much for coming back for one more listen. I appreciate it. And uh, just a, just another episode of answering questions with my friend Lou. Don't you swear? I swear, if you talk right now, hold on. We can't talk just yet. Because first, I gotta tell him if you want to help out the podcast, head over to ZachLionPodcast.com. Check out the new website. Look at a shirt, maybe get a comedy and nap sweater, and be all comfy in the holiday season. <laughs> Sleek new website, ZachLionPodcast.com. And Lou, thank you so much for being on the show. What are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about uh, how uh, if the way you look affects your comedy. Okay. And I just wanted to say really quick that if one of your exes is listening to this in spite <laughs> and they heard you say, this is your ex-boyfriend, I love the idea of them getting really freaked out. <laughs> just being like, how does he know? <laughs> he tracks all the listens. Yeah. He knows your IP address, Phoebe. <laughs> so how about that? <laughs> so let's get into this episode right now. Well, thank you for being on the show, Lou. This is becoming my catchphrase, but uh, anytime, Zach. <laughs> I love it in the beginning where he says, anytime, Zach. It's always the best. <laughs> We're going to make shirts that say the comedy and naps. And then in tiny parentheses, it just says anytime. <laughs> i always love so we we record these back to back right so we'll yes, pick we we'll do two episodes every time we meet yes and uh the second episode is always just wild yeah <laughs> it's always the looser episode exactly i think people are really waiting those like every two weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> for like it's like okay this one's gonna be a you know, that first one's going to be a little bit more demure. And then the second one, oh, lose off the leash. <laughs> lose a mad dog. He's had three cups of coffee. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's got a maverick spirit, and he'll tell you what's really bothering him about comedy. <laughs> he's the Alex Jones of podcasting. <laughs> Bert Kreischer is trying to make all the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> We're so off the rails already. I'm a goddamn Wolverine. <laughs> I have the evidence in my office. <laughs> Bert Kreischer smells like sulfur. <laughs> so, okay. So today we're talking about does the way you look in any sort of way yeah. affect your comedy career? Uh, ooh. Uh, that's a that's a spin. Um, or do or do you want to say your comedy at all? I I think it definitely affects your comedy. Uh, from the way you dress, yeah. Uh, definitely the way you dress, yeah. Uh, can and um, what what got us talking about this is the idea of um, if you don't know what I look like, uh, I'm a larger man. Okay. Um, I I was a chubby kid growing up, and I grew up into a chubby adult. I'm I'm six feet tall. I'm about two hundred and fifty pounds. I'm a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, and we were we were talking about uh, the stereotype or the idea of like the funny fat guy. 
and uh, I was telling Zach like for a while before before I was a comedian, um, I I thought that if I lost weight, I would be less funny. Really, I really thought that, and I don't think that's how it is now. Yeah, uh, because plenty of skinny people are very funny. John Mulaney, others, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, and etc. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like plenty. There are plenty of funny skinny people out there. There are plenty of funny fat people out there. There are funny in between people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, and y- all over the internet, you can find this type of conversation in history of people being like, well, he was only just because he's the funny fat guy or, yeah. you know, some kind of situation. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I think it, it it's so much like th- this exact topic that of like the funny fat guy situation. Yeah. I think that goes way deeper of, well, maybe the, the, in your mind, the funny fat guy, it, but maybe that guy has just had to rely on comedy his whole life. Right. You know, like I, I would also because I think that's very true. Um, but I think like even more deep, it's even more like deep down than that. It's as simple as like you're laughing because you're like, thank God I'm not that guy. Yeah, because like like funny fat guy humor is like funny fat guy falls down. Yeah, like funny fat guy fall and then people laugh. Yeah, you know it's it's like that. Uh, I'm not a fan of The Office, but it's that episode of The Office where with like it's Kevin with the chili. Yeah, you know where it's just, he brings in a big pot of chili and he trips over himself and he's fat and he spills chili everywhere. <laughs> you know, and then people are like, "Oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> the height of comedy." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this pleases me. <laughs> this show is my entire personality now. <laughs> Anyways, it's in my Tinder bio. Yeah, Check it always. Out. <laughs> if yeah, if my entire sense of humor is The Office and Vines, and I'm deeply uninteresting. That's just how I feel. Uh, <laughs> These are just loose thoughts now. He's, yeah. he's on a rampage. Mad Dog is off a leash, baby. <laughs> um, but I, but with another angle we were talking about is like I used to only wear ties on mm-hmm. stage, and I used to be like I gotta wear I gotta be that guy that wears ties and I gotta look professional, and it was like am I convincing myself that I'm professional? Am I convincing the audience that I'm professional? Like where where does that stem from, and why do I feel like that? Why did I feel like that worked for so long? Right. Well, it's it's sort of like. Um um, th- this is something, um, that I regret not finishing. Uh, but, um, <laughs> I watched, uh, the first couple of episodes, uh, through a friend of mine's account. Uh, I watched the first couple of episodes of, uh, Steve Martin's comedy masterclass. Yeah. Um, and which, and I didn't go deeper into the weeds on that because I wanted to watch the whole thing. But the first couple of episodes w- was like stuff I already knew, <laughs> so like because I'd been doing comedy for a while, um, you know, when I had started that. So, uh, but like he talks about that. Yeah, he talks about how um, because like Steve Martin is like the king of like goofball comedy, comedy that like I do, arguably you do as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, and- I'll argue with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. 
I don't know if you've heard about my leash, <laughs> but it's off, baby. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen it in months. <laughs> I think I ate it. That was in such a blind. What, is, what does Steve Martin say? <laughs> we just. <laughs> Steve who? Uh, um, no, but he said that um, when he when he first started doing comedy, yeah. like the late 60s, he looked like a guy who belonged in the late 60s. Yeah. He had long hair. He had a beard. And like he didn't wear suits. He, he looked like just like a guy in yeah. San Francisco in the 60s. Yeah. And he said that like everything changed when... Um, like he grew more confident in his like appearance because he got a shorter haircut. He started wearing nice stuff, but he looked more like his comedy. And I think that's what I wanted to get at. Yeah. Which was like, um, like comedy is a performance, you know, and that like you have to write jokes, obviously, you know, write like writing is you have to like write jokes, you know, but like, <laughs> Um, but like, you can't just like sit there and read them off of, you know, cue cards or your notes, Yeah, you know, like it has to be a performance. Yeah. You have to look like what you're, you know, saying is what you are. Yeah. You know? So if it's like, um, Steve Martin wore like all white suits that matched his all white hair and like did this like screwball, like goofy comedy. Yeah. And it worked for a while. That's all people wore was just suits. Yeah. That's like, and that's like, like you look professional because you are professional. Like you're doing this for money. Yeah. It's, it, it is a, and that's what I, I was like thinking of the spin of like, does it help your comedy career? Because yes, it does. It does. It can't, like, if, if you're doing shows where they want people to look grungy and they go right. after people that look grungy. Perfect. You know, like, yeah. you're, you're that guy that, you know, or you're the guy that wears suits yeah. and you're, like, working at a comedy club and they're like, fine, we have a guy that wears suits. I've always been wanting to book a guy that wears suits. Right. You know? Uh, it, it, it's also, like, it's it's crazy how, like, just, like, how you look can affect someone's entire perception of you. Yeah. But, at, at, but like, also at the end of the day, like, it is also, like, all about what you're saying and how you're saying it too. Yeah. Cause it's like Paul F. Tompkins is one of my favorite comedians famous for wearing suits almost exclusively, you know, when he's on stage yeah. or, and performing. Yeah. I heard he sleeps in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's deeply uncomfortable, but he's used to it. Yeah. And, uh, and he also sleeps in a collapsible opera hat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember those? <laughs> no, Lou, I yeah. don't remember those. <laughs> It was only 140 years or so ago when those were the height of. The Thank height. you for bringing these very relevant references to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, because it used to be that, you know, you would have these tall hats, but there was a mechanism in them where you could collapse them and put them in your in your coat pocket so they're yes. not blocking someone's view when you're at the opera. Yes, we've all seen Wild West with Will Smith. Right. Well, and and that's what I'm saying is that like you used to be able to go to a haberdashery and find a hat like that. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not so sure. When's the last time you saw a haberdashery? I haven't been outside in months, Lou. I don't know what they have. Yeah. 
available at my local farmer's market even. Well, I'll tell you what what's not out there. Haberdashers. Or their rees. <laughs> I'm just deleting this episode. This is just... <laughs> you know the interesting thing about cufflinks is... is <laughs> I... Okay, but getting back on topic, I do believe that, like, the way you look, like, like yeah. we all have heard the idea that an audience judges you the minute you step out. Right. Step onto the stage, they're immediately like, oh, okay. Right. Right? They're, they're like, I have an idea of you. And then it's either you play into that or you don't. You know, these are your choices and how you approach comedy. And so it is very interesting of, like, you know, like we all, like you say, Instagram influencer, you already have like a picture in your mind of something, right? Right. And it's the same as like comedian or like, you know, it's like these things that we kind of like are surrounded by, stere- I guess, stereotypes in a way. Right. Um, and it's like that affects how you tell jokes. And then your own speaking voice is another one. Right. Well, it's, it's sort of like how... Um well, and that's the thing, too, is that I don't think people are necessarily into uh, comedians by themselves so much as they are into particular groups of comedians. Okay. Where, like, you know, it's like, in terms of that, like, the most popular, like, group of comedians out there right now is, it's like, the L.A. comedy store scene. Where you think is, so? They're like the most famous or? Like, I don't know about most famous, but the most popular for sure. You know, okay. your, your Joe Rogans, your Burt Kreischers, your Theo Vons, you know. And like they usually wear like tight t-shirts or in Burt Kreischer's case, no t-shirt at all. Or yeah, no it, went, shirt at all. it went so tight that it disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he slathered it in barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, but. Like, and, like, those guys all kind of, like, dress the same. It's all pretty tight. Yeah. But then, like, comedians that I've noticed that, like, a lot of, like, punks are into are... I know a lot of punks who are really into Doug Stanhope. Yeah. I know, like, a lot of punks who are really into John Mulaney. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of punks who are really into Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. What's the commonality between those three people? They all wear suits. (laughs) (laughs) Like... (laughs) <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. That, like, well, it's like, I, I, I don't think Stanhope does it, like, ironically, but, like, he, but, like, he and I have, like, the same, like, affinity for, like, mm. vintage looking suits. He looks like a used car salesman. <laughs> Which is, I, he's, he's been referred to that several thousand times at this point, I'm sure. I'm not, like, being creative here. <laughs> but, like, not groundbreaking. Yeah, or groundbreaking. Yeah. But, like, that's what he dresses like. Paul F. Tompkins has like several dozen really nice vintage looking suits in a bunch of different colors. John Mulaney's a little bit more like standard. He's got a blue suit and a black suit and like a gray suit. You yeah. Know? Like, um, but like comedians that like punks are into are wearing suits. Yeah. So like, I think that if you wear a suit on stage at a punk crowd and like you're like a punk sort of comedian, which is like, that's a whole nother episode probably. Like, what type of comedian are you? Um, it's, like, I don't think it's going to go bad anymore. The nature of comedy, much like the nature of punk, changes constantly with the times. Yeah. 
So um, I'm not sure, you know. So it's like I, I think if you wear a suit on stage or like just like dress nice in general, I think that's in general a good way to go about it. You just can't be bad at comedy and wear a suit. <laughs> like I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Is like maybe find what you're comfortable with. Like kind of like where I'm at in my life now yeah. is like what I wear off stage is what I wear on stage. Yeah. And that's more of a thing of, well, last year I was on stage almost every day. Right. So it's like, I'm going to change. Like, like, why don't I just wear, like, you know, I wear all, often nice button ups or like a yeah. nicer shirt or something. Sure. And, uh, and, and some jeans or whatever. And it's like, I kind of fell into like, well, I'm just going to dress a little bit nicer in my own life because that's what I, I feel comfortable on stage doing because I want to, remind myself this is a performance and I want to remind myself this is another level. And, uh, you know, and there is something ingrained in me of like, I'm showing up for a job, you know, so I'm That's doing true. a job. Yeah. So I have to look appropriate for a job. And I, I'm not saying that I really believe that anymore, but it's in my brain a little bit, but then it like, we're, we're not even talking about physical stuff of like, right. You know, uh, I've, I've lost weight in the last two years. And uh, I feel like I'm funnier when I lost the weight. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, or like, or you know, I also wear glasses, and I don't think I never until we started talking about this today. I go, does that affect my comedy? I don't know. Right, right, <laughs> and that that's a that's a hard one as well yeah. because that's like, you know, do I know I look better without glasses. You think so? I think so. I think I look physically better without glasses. That's interesting. I've had like actual like a photographer tell me that, and then I've had uh, a date tell me that. Interesting. So, yeah, I never saw either of them again. You know? Yeah, <laughs> they're full of shit. <laughs> These two liars. These two yes men. All right, no. Um, to be fair, I I can't remember the last time I've seen you without your glasses. It's yeah. been a long time. Yeah. Uh, probably. Rumor but, has it I sleep in them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you accidentally do that sometimes, though? Because I do. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we both wear glasses. Um, but it's also like, uh, I'm not going to name any names here, but I think we both have been told before, like, uh, if we wanted to like get on a show or get on a festival before, I, I believe we've both been told that we have enough uh, white guys with glasses. Right. <laughs> on this festival. And um, we can't really control that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but is that like a standard? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that very much or a thing right now? Something I was thinking about of like, like looking cool or being cool, like wearing the latest kind of trends of clothing and stuff. I was thinking right. about this the other day of how that applies of um, Nate Bargansi. Right. You see old footage of him with his. Uh, I think he's even said that he went to like, uh, I don't remember those like cheap haircutting places, like mm-hmm. a uh, whatever, like a supercuts or, like super or something. Yeah. yeah, or great clips or something. He said that he used to, and now he gets like a real haircut. Yeah, and he talks about like you know growing the beard, and then trimming the beard and stuff. And like honestly, Nate Bargatze looks so great. I think he looks great right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder. In any sort of way, even if it's 1% or 50%, did him getting a good haircut and maintaining his beard at an actual barber 
and dressing a little bit nicer and not wearing wrinkled clothes, did that that change his comedy career? Well, did he get a Netflix special because all of a sudden he had a better haircut? You know, like, I, I I think that <laughs> right no, for sure. Like, but like I I think it's more of a like I think the answer to that is like yes, but by proxy, right? You know, because it's like. I think I think especially as men, like we don't see, like, if if you're raised by a certain type of you know dad, right? You know, or lack thereof, um, you might be, um, you might have grown up seeing clothes and haircuts and everything else as utilitarian, yeah, uh, and not as something that can just be like. No, like, if you wear, like, clothes that, like, not just, like, look good, but, like, clothes that suit you. Right. And, like, suit your personality, and you get, like, a nice haircut, that can change not just how people view you, but how you view yourself. Yes. And that can boost your confidence. Yeah. This is a confidence game, comedy is. Yeah. You know, like... So much confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, like, going back to the funny fat guy thing. Right. You know, it's like I grew up being the funny fat kid. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I just remembered uh, something, um, which is when I was a kid. Yeah. I um, I valued being funny more than like anything <laughs> like in myself because uh, I had a hard time. You know, connecting with like everybody. I'm on I'm on the autism spectrum for those of you who don't know, and so like connecting with people, at, especially at such a you know young age for me was so hard. Yeah. But uh, there was one person or a character who I thought was funnier than anything or anyone I had ever seen before, and I was you know six, mind you. Yeah. Um. And uh, that was the character uh, Buster from Arthur. Okay. He was like Arthur's best friend who was a rabbit, and he told jokes at his school talent show every year. (laughs) And I was like, I want to do that someday. (laughs) But a part of why he was funny was because, like, he ate all the time. And, like, how (laughs) much he ate was funny. You know, it was like... um, that's the one I remember the most, but that was the same case with Wacko from Animaniacs and like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah, like, that's true. That's yeah, true. I did love that about Shaggy. Yeah, he was always eating because I was always eating. Yeah, <laughs> and so I thought, like, when I was like a kid, I was like, well, if I just ate all the time, I would be funny. <laughs> and yeah. So I ate as much as possible whenever I could because I thought it was funny <laughs> and now I'm fucking fat <laughs> like I'm not even that fat but and, like and now you're uh, now you're taking cold brew that I'm making you and chugging it <laughs> and being like isn't this hilarious how much I chugged <laughs> that was um, I don't know if you told the story on the podcast yet but uh, Zach painstakingly <laughs> with love made me a very nice bottle of like homemade cold brew. Yeah, like a twenty-four ounce or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it was like it was like a Tarani syrup bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And like I I was so happy about it. And then my brain went from like, oh, this makes me happy 
to drink it all right now. It'll be funny. And I thought, you got it. <laughs> and uh, and then that's exactly what I did. And Zach looked. So sad. So sad. Just heartbroken. Yeah. I spent 48 hours making this thing. It was really good, too. And it was, yeah, it was, it was very nice beans. Yeah. A lot of love went it into was, it. It was really good. I surprised you with it as a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I performed great at improv that night, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Um, and I don't, you know, you know what that, like, I've thought about that night a couple of times yeah. since then. <laughs> and I think I was riding the wave of you, you want, like, I think like a couple of days before that, you, you were telling me about the Chris Farley documentary and about how, like, stuff that he did in the documentary, like, reminded you of me. Yeah. And I think I was writing that wave <laughs> of, like, being, like, unpredictable Lou. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. But I used to do shit like that all the time. Yeah, and I always thought that was that kind of stuff was funny. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Like it's not just like being a funny fat guy is just that. I think it's like you can be, you can be any size and still be an oaf. Yeah, and that's what it is. Yeah. I love being an oaf. It's funny. Like it's, it's funny to just like cause mayhem. I think. Yeah, you know well, it's I mean? like a, it's almost like the character that's needed when you write a movie. Mm. You know, you need the funny friend yeah. that's just doing like where they're like, I don't know how I'm gonna pay rent, <laughs> and yeah, they're exactly. just like, you know, and they're like selling dog biscuits or something. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I made these. Like, you can just make those. <laughs> yeah, dogs will eat anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some kind of storyline that's b-sided. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's Kramer. Kramer is an oaf who is skinny. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Bingo, bango. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. I, I think, like, looks are, like, there's tons of things, like, you and I can't control how we look in certain right. ways. Yeah. And that does feed into our personality of who we grew up as, yeah. which then feeds into our comedy, which then fe- feeds into our viewpoint, which then feeds into how other people view us on right. all sides that we've grown up with. And then there's just plus all the stuff people project onto us where they're like, Oh, I had a, my best friend used to wear skinny ties and I hate them now. Right. You know, now I hate skinny ties or something. You know, there's like so many things that are out of your control or like, you know, going back to the example of like, maybe the comedy club wants you to dress a certain way. Maybe the event wants you to look a certain way, you know, or like being cool. And so there's a lot of viewpoints that you can't control that are going to steer your comedy and that could be a, a really good thing, I think. Right. Because you're going to have a unique point of view if, you've, if you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's like people will always, you know, look at everyone on a skin deep level. You know, like how you look, how you dress. Like that's something you can't control. You can't control how you're perceived. Yeah. But, like, there are certain ways that you can, like, control how you, how, like, you perceive yourself or, like, how you would perceive yeah. you, you know? And it's, it's, it's a confidence game. It's a self-awareness game. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, it's, like, in comedy, there's always, like, so many balls in the air, you know? Yeah. You never know why anything gets 
made or happens or you know what any of that. And yeah. I, I think I think a big takeaway from this podcast episode is maybe if you're a comedian listening to this, and I know I'm going to, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna really think about how I dress on stage and how I am as a person outside of comedy that I bring to the stage, you know, like yeah. how I talk, how I walk, how I act, how I, and really just kind of like ponder that for a moment and be like, maybe I do want to dress up more and maybe that makes me more comfortable. Yeah. Or maybe I want to dress down more and that makes me more comfortable. Or like kind of one thing that I've been going through through this whole pandemic is I've been really thinking of how I dress on the daily in general and I've been wanting to change that and kind of update it. Cause I feel like I've been dressing some way of the same for the last 10 years. Yeah. And I'm ready to kind of like move out of old styles of what I was wearing. Right. And uh, that applies to stand up once again. Cause like I said, I, I wear what I wear on stage and in my life. Exactly. And if you're a comedian listening to this, like how you're going to, you know, like how you are off stage and how you are on stage, you know, like that's, Sometimes it's a fine line, yeah. you know, between those things, you know? It's like, I remember a while ago, I was, like, looking at myself in the mirror, and I was like, I want to fix my posture. Really? I hunch, you know? <laughs> like, really, yeah. Yeah, and I already, like, walk with a cane, you know? <laughs> like, it's my, you know, my body's all messed up. But, like, um, even just, like, fixing my posture is good for confidence, you know? Like, yeah, it's, there's, like, little things that you can do to like look like you're more just like held together in general. You don't have to wear a suit to look put together. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe iron that shirt. You know, yeah. it's as simple as that, maybe. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, sit up straight a little bit more. Yeah. You know, like if if you're a comedian, you know, you're on stage. And if you're on stage, you're dictating the moods of everybody in the audience. Yeah. You're not just being a funny guy. Like, right. Um, and so it's like, if you can get to that level mm-hmm. of, that's like, I know I've refer- referenced this before, um, in these podcasts, but like, if you haven't seen it yet, watch Beth Stelling's, uh, new special on HBO. Yeah. We, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But she is so confident mm-hmm. on stage and like, and it like, because that's what I walked away uh, from that special thinking was that, like, I was like, she is so, like, in touch with the audience. Like, mm. she is connected to the crowd right now. Yeah. And a part of that has everything to do with confidence. Yeah. Like, it has to do with her posture, what she's wearing, like, how she is saying stuff. You yeah, know? she's it's comfortable like, on stage. Very comfortable. In every sort of the way. And I think she's wearing overalls in that special, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, but she, yeah, that's what she wanted to wear, you know? She, exactly. She made that choice. She knew it was being filmed, you know? Yeah. If you can pull it off in overalls, fucking pull it off in overalls, you know? Yeah, be comfortable. I, uh, yeah, I, I think that's, like, a, a big thing that we're going to take away from this is just being comfortable and rethinking of how I do things and, uh... Yeah. Yeah, trying to trying to be more aware because this also applies to like we just did an episode of how to get better at comedy, not on stage, and I think this applies to it too. Absolutely. Of like, what what am I doing? What are all the subtle things I'm doing? Because I a big note that I uh, here's a tip: film a lot of your sets, not just audio record. Film your sets if you're thinking about outfits and how you move and thinking all that stuff. 
And one of the notes that I took away from filming a bunch of my sets in a row was years ago, maybe five years ago, six maybe, I looked bored on stage. Yeah. I just looked bored. And it's like, well, then the audience is bored. Mm. Like none of us are here having fun. But if I look like I'm loving it or I look like I'm really portraying the mood of what that joke is, yeah, you know, that takes it to another level of performing. Exactly. And we were talking about this the other day with our writing group, which was that, like, if you can pull off being bored, if being bored is, like, a way for you to be funny. Yeah. Like a Stephen Wright or a Tick Notaro. Yeah. Then that's great. But, like, audiences can smell that on you. Right. Like... They can smell when you're having a bad time or, like, when you're bored or, you know, et cetera. Yeah. But, like, um, and, like, you and I are both pretty high energy on stage. Yeah. And I think even they can tell when it's, like, like not working that mm-hmm. night, you know? Yeah. Well, I had, a, I had a video come up on my Facebook memories from uh, 2014. Oh, okay. And uh, it was, a, like, a minute clip of something that I thought it was good enough to put online. And, uh, man, was I just monotone, bored, barely getting the idea across. Interesting. And it's like, yeah, I, now I'm high energy and I'm driving home the points, you know? Yeah. And a lot of that is confidence in myself and the confidence in the joke. Exactly. And uh, back then, it's like, it's just so clear watching that clip now where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. You know? Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, you know. Yeah. You're probably wearing like sweatpants on stage, too. I was wearing uh, I was wearing jeans and a, uh, a Nirvana t-shirt. <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> and I had a good haircut because I was like, I listened to a podcast. They said a haircut can change everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we go. History repeats itself. Uh, but um, I think we would be remiss yeah. if um, if we didn't touch on. Uh, the biggest stereotype about clothes you wear on stage. Okay. Shorts on stage. Shorts on stage. Yeah. I used to be pretty anti that. Like like you were for wearing shorts on stage? No, I was like rapidly anti shorts on stage. Okay. Anti shorts on stage. Okay. Yeah. Um, where I'm just like, give a shit. Like, what, like, what are you doing comedy for if you just, like, don't give a shit, you know, like. And, and, Interesting. And, like, but, like, that's how I, that's how I was. And that's sometimes how I still am, you know. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, we, we touched on it last episode. Comedians can be very black and white people. And yeah. Because I, I can be a very black yeah, and white person. Yeah. And it's, like, we're recording this now, and a year from now, I don't know if I'll feel the same way as this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, everything's forever changing, and my viewpoints are changing every year on comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? I've seen plenty of people kill wearing shorts on stage. Yeah. It has no effect. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, Burt Kreischer's not wearing a shirt. He's, yeah. He's, he's doing very well. Yes. He's very popular. Yeah. So I, I've also, uh, I did it by accident twice, but I don't really wear shorts in my life. Not right. really anymore. I, I, I never wear shorts. Just yeah. It's not yeah. like I look good and I have chicken legs, you know? Yeah, but like when I owned when I owned a food truck, I was wearing shorts more often. Right. And I remember working on the food truck and then going to an open mic 
And then the host, after I got done, was like, he did it, guys. He wore shorts on stage. Yeah. And I was like, that was your takeaway from my set? Like, not like, wasn't he funny? Didn't he do a good job? Like, wow, he sure is wearing shorts anyway. Yeah, that guy's brave. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I think we, we covered this. Yeah. I feel, um, so the takeaway is like, the way you look, dress, act, everything is going to affect your comedy yeah. for good or worse. Uh, hopefully, you know, you use that to your advantage. Mm. And uh, maybe after listening to this, you can kind of like sit down, do a little meditation and think about what do I wear? How do I wear it? And yeah. when, 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 and it's all about your own feel, right? Yeah. Like where, where, what makes you. Like, not just, like, wear what makes you comfortable. Wear something that you think you look really good in. That's what it's all about. Mm. Like, uh, and, and like, try and wear something that, like, matches your comedy. And, like, people aren't laughing at you just because, like, you're a bigger person or, like, a really skinny person, you know? Like, people are laughing at, you know, what you're saying because you're funny. Yeah. Yeah, all believe in your talent. Have yeah. confidence and uh, be comfortable. Exactly. Don't get too... Far in the weeds with how you look because, you know, that's how insecurity happens. That's how, yeah, you know, like speaking from experience, that's how, you know, insecurity happens. And, you know, and like if you're already doing comedy, you know, you have nothing to be like insecure about. Right. Focus on being funny first and then, you know, figure out the close thing second. Yeah. 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 Awesome, man. Well, thank you for being on the show. Anytime, Zach. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Uh, Lou, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Lou Moon Comedy. Still figuring out if I still want to, you know, if I want to TikTok or not. Okay. Still chewing on that. Yeah, chew, <laughs> chew on that for a bit. It's been weeks. Yeah. <laughs> been chewing on it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been your host, Zach Kleinman. This has been the Zach Kleinman Podcast and outro music. <laughs>